The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hello, hello, and welcome to Thursday. That feels like a Friday because a lot of people have tomorrow off. If you don't, I'm sorry. It's a regular day. Uh, it is June 30th, 2022. Tomorrow is Canada Day, and Sean is not here again today. But that's all right. We're going to have fun. He is going to continue to enjoy his holidays, but he will be back with us on Monday. I got my tongue pierced yesterday. It bled quite a bit and it didn't feel great when I was eating. Also didn't feel great when I bit the hole in it. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to pierce my tongue. <laughs> I was eating a tater tot and my husband asked me a question. I answered um and somehow got my tongue in between my teeth. It bled so much and I was eating tater tots and hot wings and like all I could think was like, I'm putting hot sauce in an open wound. I'm putting hot. <sighs> it wasn't great. My brother, on the other hand, he got his tongue pierced back when he was in college. The first thing he did when he went away from school from my parents was pierce his tongue. And then my dad went and picked him up for school at Christmas time. And he was trying to keep it a secret. And so he put this like clear spacer in his tongue. But then they stopped to eat a couple times. It was like a 10 hour drive back to my parents' house. And so my brother's going to the washroom at the beginning of the meal to take this spacer out at the end of the meal to put it back in. He's acting really weird, not talking normal. And my dad thought he was really sick. He was like, what are you, what's this guy up to? Like, why is he going to the bathroom so much before we eat and everything? And then, of course, my brother decided, okay, I'm acting weird and he thinks that I have a problem. So I guess I'm going to just leave this spacer in. Well, then he ended up swallowing it and having a real problem. And with an hour of him being home at my parents' house, he had to admit the truth that he had got his tongue pierced. And my parents were like, David. Well, this morning we have a special guest on the air with us. It is Teresa Wells. Hello, Teresa. Hello. How are you this morning? Doing well, Teresa. What do you do at the RRC? I am the manager of communications and stakeholder relations. Right on. So you'd probably be a, a good person to ask about all the festivities going on coming up to Canada Day here. Uh, what can people expect in 2022 at Mac Island for Canada Day? Well, it is a return to our traditional family-focused fun events at McDonald Island Park for July 1st, and we're very excited uh, to welcome the community to the event this year, certainly. So we've got a wide range of events that basically start at 10.30 in the morning with the Canada Day Strength Spectacular at the Legacy Dodge Field parking lot. Um, and then from sort of noon till 5 o'clock, we have several other activities taking place, including bouncy castles, face painters, a craft carnival, lawn games, food trucks, and we've also got some entertainment going on. Amazing. So even though this is a long weekend and people like to get out of town, there is no reason to leave town this weekend. Absolutely. You know, there's lots of great things that are taking place. So in terms of entertainment for the kids, we've got a couple of uh, Bob the Builder live uh, shows on the Mix 103.7 main stage. Um, we have a magic show with David Teal. Uh, and, of course, we're going to have the Sing Through Grand Finale fireworks uh, at 11 p.m. Um, that will be uh, taking off. They're going to be fired from a slightly different location this year, so they'll be behind the canopy at Shell Place. Uh, and then there's also an exciting chance, because this is always really popular, uh, to meet Chase and Sky of Paw Patrol. So mm -hmm. there's a meet and greet right now, people can enter a random draw for a time slot for those meet and greets. And then what is this going to cost a family? 
it's going to cost you nothing. Ooh, <laughs> a free event? Absolutely. These events are free for people to attend, and we're very excited, as I said, to uh, have uh, people come down and join uh, Canada Day um, with sort of some fun family activities. There are a couple of other things taking place on the island that day. Um, so at the Syncrete Aquatic Centre, we're doing a little bit of a money saver swim uh, at uh, Canadian Natural Arena 2. We're doing a money saver skate. And then at 7.05 p.m., if people are interested in, uh, in some sport activity, activity, the Fort McMurray Giants are actually playing at Legacy Dodge Field. Wow, busy day out at Mac Island. Now, uh, with the fireworks being in a different spot, are folks expected to watch uh, out of their cars in Shell Place, or where where is the best place to view them? Well, so there's probably a, a number of different places within the community to, to view the fireworks. So people are usually pretty good at figuring out the best uh, vantage points to view them. Uh, if you are uh, joining us at Mac Island to uh, enjoy the fireworks, you're probably best bet is sort of in the parking lot area, but making sure that you're facing towards Shell Place and not the, uh, the usual or the old location, which was closer to either where the uh, uh, softball diamonds were located or the uh, Miskinaw Golf Course driving range. All right. Perfect. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? The only thing I'd like to say is we want to thank all of our community partners, including Mix 103.7 and 100.5 Cruise FM. Uh, and uh, just say we're really looking forward to seeing everyone this year. We've missed you for the last couple of Canada days. We knew we, uh, we had some drive-in events and some fireworks, um, but we're really looking forward to this return to sort of our family-friendly fun. As are we. Can you ride your bike with no hands? I would absolutely need some practice, but when I was growing up, there was a street around the corner from where I lived that had concrete instead of asphalt, and it was really smooth, and a friend of mine and I would ride that street over and over again, perfecting our no hands riding. But that was like a long time ago. I think we were about 12. Now that I ride an e-bike a lot, I don't even like taking one hand off the handlebars. It's just so fast. But I've seen this man twice now riding around my neighborhood with zero regard for his handlebars. And I actually saw him go down a curb and back up another without using his hands. It doesn't even compute that that's working. But maybe he was practicing on a concrete road longer than I did and now he's a pro. Or maybe he usually rides a unicycle and is just bored on a bike. Either way, last fall I fell off my bike. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. It was such an, an unenjoyable experience. Two hands on the wheel at all times. Air Canada put out a big memo yesterday saying that it's canceling a lot of its flights. Just basically, they don't have the staff. They've seen um, higher volumes than ever of people traveling post-pandemic, and they can't do it. So they are reducing their schedule by 77 round trips or 154 flights a day. Apparently, they usually do 1,000 a day, and they're getting rid of all those. And the routes that are affected... Unfortunately, one of them is the direct route from Toronto to Fort McMurray, as well as Montreal and Pittsburgh and Baltimore and Kelowna. So unfortunately, we were on the chopping block on that one of this flight reduction, not altogether, just a flight reduction for this specific airline, which is Air Canada. And I have been so reluctant to book flights. I went home at Christmas time. I got stuck in Sault Ste. Marie for four days, which isn't bad, except you kind of jam everything into the time that you have 
have and you say bye to all your friends and bye to your family and then you're kind of sitting around like I did everything I wanted to do and now I feel awkward you know um, your parents have things in their lives that they need to get back to my mom said I'm going to take down the tree on Tuesday we were supposed to leave on Monday and so Tuesday she still took down her Christmas tree and it just felt kind of funny like I'm sorry I'm still invading your space even though they were happy to have us um, but I'm wondering are you changing your travel plans or did your travel plans get changed by you. I know a lot of folks booked early, booked six months ago, taking a chance on what might be happening with the pandemic and probably got a really good deal on flights. And it's like, yeah, thanks Air Canada for giving us a little bit of notice that I'm not in the airport and my flight is canceled. But now my flight is three times as much as it used to be. Uh, Let me know what's happening in your life. 780-791-1037. Air Canada announced yesterday that they're doing some major flight reductions. They fly about a thousand flights a day and they're cutting about 154 of them because they don't have the staff to, to fly their planes. And uh, so I'm wondering, is this changing your travel plans? Bethany, what's going on with you? Okay, so I um, have been waiting and waiting and waiting to book a flight to go back to Ontario um, until some regulations were changed and... I am able to now go. So I'm choosing to fly now and I am booking a flight to Ontario and I think things should be picking up more. So I'm really surprised that they are reducing their flights because more people are able to fly. I know. My little thing. (laughs) I feel the same way. I think because uh, they just don't have the staff. So basically what they ended up doing during the pandemic was that they said, nobody's flying right now. We can't afford to keep all of our planes. And they gave all of these people who were like within five years of retirement buyouts to retire. And so now they don't have pilots and they don't have flight crews because they, they literally took sent everyone away and they don't have jobs anymore. And this, I mean, it started happening at Christmas time, basically when everybody was flying again as well. And then they had, um, and then there was all these people off with COVID and it was like, this is crazy. And now we're six months in and they still haven't figured out how to hire more people and stuff. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to go home myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they should have been planning for something like this, you know? <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. Where's home in Ontario? Um, Alliston, so near Toronto. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy Fort McMurray and it's treating you well. It is. Well, go get a tan, and I hope you get home to Ontario without any problems. Uh, thank you so much. Have Thanks a good so rest of your day. See you, you too. What are you doing about Air Canada's biggest announcement of reducing flights directly from Fort McMurray to Toronto? And how are you feeling about it? Are you changing your travel plans, or are you like, that's okay, I'm going to risk it? Let me know, 780-791-1037. Thanks for the call, Bethany. So 1.30 p.m. yesterday was a pretty important day for 140 Canadians from 64 different countries. Um, they're now Canadian. Yesterday it was the citizenship ceremony for my husband and quite a few other people on this Zoom call. And hilariously... Um, People don't know how to use Zoom still, and that's totally fine. If you don't use it for your job, why would you know how to use it? But they did have some, you know, specific instructions. It was a very official moment where they said, all right, welcome, everybody. Um, Please put yourself on mute and change your name to your seat number so that we can get you organized and everything. And uh, (laughs) this man just did not know how to put himself on mute. And so there was 140 of us in there just listening to um, the excitement, the frustration, the how do I work this, the everything. 
And it was kind of killing the mood. Like everybody was kind of, you know, looking at each other in their little boxes like, oh, this person just doesn't know how to work this. And finally, this really angry looking man said, dude, (laughs) please click on the button over here and, and put yourself on mute. But like. We don't know how to say your name and, and who do you know? How do you know who he's talking to? Because for him, it was silent in his headphones because everybody else had muted themselves. So he doesn't know that his voice is going through. And, uh, he, so he didn't like absolutely did not heed that, that instruction. He just continued on being loud. And then somebody else who wasn't even in the picture, I think just got annoyed with listening to their, their wife's computer waiting for this person to learn how to use Zoom. Uh, came on the screen and like gave step-by-step instructions also to no one in particular but to especially this person but the person of course did not pick up on the instructions didn't know that they were being spoken to and so so we just for about 40 minutes we were in this waiting room waiting to become citizens of Canada and uh, we we got a real inside look into one fellow's life Yesterday was a big day in the Seidel household. My husband became a Canadian. It was super exciting. I was uh, so blessed to get to be there. Um, It has been 10 years in the making. Anyone who says becoming a Canadian citizen is easy, it takes a lot of patience, I would say. Um, I met him 10 years ago when we were both at school in Australia. He moved to Canada eight years ago. Five years ago, he became a permanent resident, and yesterday, 10 years later, became a Canadian citizen. Now, I have to say it was on Zoom because of the pandemic, so it was definitely different than I think we pictured, but it was a beautiful thing. And when you come back to Canada um, at some of the major borders and you hand them your Canadian passport, they'll often hand it back to you and say, welcome home. And it's one of those shining moments where I, I always smile and say, like, thank you. That just feels so nice to come back onto Canadian soil and, and to understand um, how blessed we are to live here. And yesterday, the judge, after presiding over the ceremony and everybody saying the uh, the oath of citizenship together, she said, welcome home. And I couldn't help but start crying. I was like, my goodness, this has been 10 years in the making. And and for us, it really has been a pretty easy process. It's definitely been long, but we've been so blessed that um, my husband's American and, and we haven't fled anything to come to Canada. But I'm so thankful that Canada is such a welcoming country and that when people become citizens and they are able to, uh, it is a great homecoming for them. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.